Have you ever wished you had been taught how to study the Bible in depth? Because that is exactly what our partners, Chasing Sacred, are all about. Creating resources for studying the Bible that meet practical needs while also maintaining strong biblical literacy. The way they structure their studies are so purposeful, and they help readers understand the historical and cultural context, which is so important. They actually just came out with a new study on the book of Ephesians. You do not want to miss it. Just don't forget to put code abiding free for a 20% discount on any of their products. Click their link in our show notes and learn more about them at chasingsacred.com. Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom. Freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable. And it can give us purpose in our careers, even if it's not the one we want. But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free Podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between. Because this podcast is about living from the truth that yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. We are so excited to be here with you today. It yes. has it has just been quite a journey, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, even getting to this episode, and we've been praying about it and working on this launch for almost two years now, honestly. And and friends, we are just so thankful and happy that you're joining us. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to believe. We've been thinking of you all out there for a very long time, and to actually talk to you now is just kind of surreal. Yeah, I, I can't help but think about how. Yeah, of course, like I said, it's been this two year journey. But on the other hand. I really feel that the story of Abiding Free has just been woven through our entire lives uh, long before we even started dreaming about this ministry. And now I'm just excited to invite all of you listening into our lives, into our daily struggles and joys as we walk in the freedom that God has given us, that he's promised us. And we hope that through this podcast, we can join you on your journey. Um, so to start, my name's Shannon. I've been married to my childhood sweetheart for the last, uh, gosh, 13 years. He actually asked me to be his girlfriend when I was 10, fell in love when I was 15. And that's a story for another time. But I forgot about that. I that know. is so sweet. I yeah, know, I want to hear about that. Yeah, it's been yeah been a story. But um, we have four kids. They're very overwhelming, but they are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, 10, 8, and 6, three boys. And then our youngest surprise is three, and she was a little girl. Um, her name's Eliana. And yeah, so a little bit about me. I'm a homebody who actually loves to travel, um, which is kind of <laughs> odd. Um, I'm a worship leader, uh, the founder and CEO of a nonprofit that fights child trafficking. And now I'm co-leading this amazing ministry of Abiding Free with my dear friend Kristen here. And most importantly, uh, the thing about me that I always uh, want to make sure I'm clear about is that I am a daughter of the king of the universe. That's that's my identity. That's who I am. And I love him with my whole heart. And my ultimate goal at the end of my life when I see him face to face is to hear well done. 
So yeah, that's, yeah. that's a little bit about me. Love that. Thanks, Shannon. Yeah. So this is Kristen and I also have been married to my best friend. Um, we're 17 years and yeah, we got married 17 years ago. Shannon, I don't even know if I've told you this, but on my wedding day, there was ash falling from the sky. Oh my gosh. Really? It was, yeah, we had an outside wedding and I know it was during one of those first big fires and the fires were in San Diego and all the, it was so funny because all these people were like trying to tell me like, don't worry, it's like beauty from ashes. <laughs> But to a new bride, I was like, yeah, this is not a good thing. just wanting beauty right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's for, I don't know. I just wanted to share that funny story. That's but funny. yeah, we all, we have one 10 year old delightful adopted daughter. Um, but we also have nine children that are not with us that we very much consider our children. We either lost them through the womb or through adoption loss. And I look forward to sharing more about that in later episodes. Um, and truth be told, I'm kind of nerdy. Honestly, I love libraries. <laughs> Um, I love school. And so um, that's probably why I got a master's in psychology. And I just recently finished up my master's in biblical studies at Moody Bible Institute. So, so that awesome. was, thanks, Shannon. So yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm like, it was an amazing journey. And, um, but it, I'm glad it's behind me. It was a lot of work, but really a great time. Um, so my greatest passion in life is knowing and loving God through the Bible and helping people apply his words to their life. And lastly, just before we share about the mission and vision, why we're here is I want to share actually how we met Shannon. (laughs) And um, so we go to the same church and our son and daughter are in the same class at school. And from what I understand, they both are pretty chatty in class. So I don't think their teacher is surprised that their moms like to talk a lot too. (laughs) And I think, you know, we figure if we're going to talk a lot, might as well be about our amazing God. Amazing God, right? 100%. (laughs) So um, so let's dive into it. So we want to explain this intro episode is for all of you out there who are wondering what in the world is this podcast all about? So the why of what we are here for, um, the vision behind Abiding Free is, again, as Shannon mentioned, we want to invite you into our journey to walk daily in the freedom we have in Christ as we learn to abide in Him. Well, I guess since this is, this is the first episode, uh, we need to spend some time talking about what that even means, right? <laughs> yeah. And and I think there's so many definitions or even connotations of freedom floating around in our world right now, um, in the church and just all around. And I think what we are focusing on with Abiding Free, what we're trying to say when we say freedom is we're really talking about that deep freedom promised to those who follow Christ, not just suggested, like we said, but promised. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Not, I want, I just, I feel like I want to say that again. That was great, Shannon. It, the freedom that's not suggested, it's promised. This is a promise. This is why we're passionate about it. And, but the, the problem is that so many of us Christians, right? Or people who call themselves uh, someone who follows Jesus, we've been freed. We, we, we have been freed, but we're walking around not feeling free, mm-hmm. right? We feel stuck. We feel lost, purposeless, confused, fearful. And I'm not just talking about moments. I'm mm-hmm. talking about, you know, these seasons we walk in, Correct. right? Because of course there's going to be these moments, but we're going to, um, so Shan and I are going to dive more into our own struggles in these areas in the next episode. But what's so key is that scripture tells us literally, and you guys may know this verse, but it is, there's a verse that says that we have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead living inside of us. Okay. So if you're like me, there's been times in your life where you're like, so where is that? Like, why does it feel we have some, we sometimes get in the way? How do we go from stuck to unstuck, from trapped? To free. So Shannon, 
what about if we just start with a picture of freedom, right? I think that would be great. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, I think that what comes to my mind, um, just, you know, not going too deep, just what pops in my mind when I think about freedom and, and honestly, when I think of freedom, um, one of the first things that pops in my mind is the way I feel uh, when I'm alone with God, when it's just he and I, and by the power of the spirit, I just feel him speaking to me and loving me. And that is where my brain goes. And it's because in this place of intimacy with my savior, all my fear is gone. All my striving wow. is gone. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm at a place where I've repented of, of anything hindering my closeness with God, you know, recent sin, et cetera. And, and here's the key. It's a, a place where my eyes are hundred percent fixed on him. And I just feel this complete rest, honestly, and this satisfaction and just this peace, you know, no matter what's going on on the outside, what's going on around me. Um, and I, I just picture the forgiveness after I've made mistakes and how powerful and freeing that is. Mm. Um, those are just kind of some of the images, Amen. the yeah. feelings that come to my mind when I think about that true freedom, that deep freedom that we're talking about. I love it. I'm such a visual image person. Yeah. So I just, this is why we love talking about these things. But yeah, I think for me, it's similar. I, I think when I'm walking in freedom, I'm still blowing it, right? Mm. I'm, I'm still blowing it, but I see growth. I'm not continually stuck in a sin pattern or a past wound. I think when I'm walking in freedom, I picture this joy that I have, you know, even when I'm suffering. Yes, I think that's such a mind-blowing combination, right? When we can have joy, even when we're suffering. And I think when I picture freedom, I see healthy relationships in my life. Mm. Um, Now, let me just point out that I picture me being healthy in the relationship. So maybe sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we have to distance or we have these difficult relationships, but I'm still walking in this healthy relationship mm-hmm. with God in the midst of a difficult relationship. We're going to talk about difficult relationships on this episode for, or the fall uh, coming up. Yes. Episodes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and I think lastly, it's just, you know, when with freedom, I picture repentance and forgiveness, kind of what Shannon mentioned after I blow it, not condemnation and shame. Mm. And that just honestly keeps me stuck in a cycle anyway, that, you know, rotating cycle. So most importantly, so these are the, these are visual images Mm -hmm. we're giving you guys, but obviously we always want to go back to the truth of God's word, right? So it's one thing to feel something, but what Mm -hmm. does God actually say? What is actually he promised us in that freedom? So of course this, we're going to go to the Bible. And so we're going to be talking about um, the Bible a lot and we want to make it relatable and translatable. Yeah. I mean, you know, we know that lots of you are maybe cooking right now, maybe yeah. in the car, maybe driving. Um, maybe there's screaming kids in the back of the car. <laughs> maybe you're doing laundry, um, you know, all while listening to this podcast. So yeah. we're going to try and make it, like Kristen said, relatable to where you can soak in the truth, but um, exactly. also be present with what you're doing. Yeah. And we don't expect you to be able to open up the Bible when we are talking about it. But so we're going to do our best to, you know, communicate it. And if you can't open up a Bible, great, but that's not the expectation. So we're going to be talking about this Romans chapter seven. It's this crazy, awesome place in the Bible where Paul, the author of the book is like, I'm struggling here, guys. He is explaining all these things that are happening inside of him. He's like, geesh, I am not doing the things I want to do. And I often do the things I don't want to do. Ugh, mm-hmm. I can so relate. Me too. <laughs> he expresses that longing that we all have. I want to live free from this struggle. I want to be free to follow him and honor him and free from making continual bad decisions and free from blowing it all the time. I feel that way, right? I want to be a loving, patient mom, a loving wife, a good friend. Not that I'm perfect in those things, 
But overall, again, it's just that freedom mm-hmm. that I have. I want to be fruitful in the ministry God has given me. I want to be free from this like continual shame and guilt and from patterns of the same annoying sins. I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with motivation to get into God's Word, and I love adding some aesthetic beauty and note-taking to my Bible study with the Mr. Pen Selah Bible Journaling Kit. This classy and beautiful kit comes with everything you need to add some fun and color to your study. This set comes with Bible tabs, highlighters and pens, stickers with a modern script font, gold cross paper clips, transparent sticky notes, and a lovely cream and gold supplies pouch to hold it all together. And today you can get a discount on the Selah Bible Journaling Collection on Amazon with the discount code SELAHKIT24. Use SELAHKIT24 on Amazon for a discount today. Yeah, and and I, I so I so agree, Kristen. And I think what's cool when I think about that passage and what Paul is talking about. Um, I think he really gives us a great simple definition of freedom. Um, you know, actually in the next chapter, he goes on to tell us that we are set free from the entanglement of sin because of what Jesus has done. And I mean, even if we all know this, just hearing that, I mean, just tell yourself that every day, basically. And it's done. It's completed. If you are a follower of Christ, you are free. And, but like we said, it's not that easy. So why, if we are already past tense have been set free, why do we not always walk in that freedom? And, and the way I see it, honestly, is that there's two different parts to freedom. Um, Galatians 5.1 kind of paints this picture clear um, where it says it is for freedom that we have been set free. Mm, yeah. So, okay. So that kind of sounds repetitive. <laughs> so what do you like? What does that mean exactly? Yeah, I know it, it does. It's like, is Paul just saying we're free? We're, yeah, free, we're, we're free, free, free. We're free to be free. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not being repetitive. He, he is saying so he he is not saying we're free, we're free. He's differentiating. <laughs> he's differentiating. <laughs> sounds funny still when he's saying it. <laughs> we're free to free. <laughs> <laughs> he's differentiating two types of freedom. He's saying one, we have been set free. But like we said, it is for Two, day-to-day freedom in our lives that we were set free. That freedom deep in our hearts that we actually feel as we're walking and living as free women. And I love how Paul Paul goes on in Galatians 5 to say, stand firm, firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And again, right there is the key word for me because he knew walking in that freedom on a day-to-day basis was going to be an ongoing struggle for us. You know, in other words, because this is one of our biggest points in this launch episode um, is that. I just want to make sure that we're clear. So if you're a believer, Christ has set us free from death and sin on the cross, but we have to learn to walk in that freedom, you know, and that's where we get stuck sometimes. Um, I mean, we all know this, what I call deep freedom we're talking about is only possible by abiding in Christ, which we'll touch on in a bit later, but what makes that so hard? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and for me, again, I think, I think there's two parts to that answer. And the first being the lies that we believe. And the second part being just our battle with sin with our flesh. Oh yeah. Oh, those lies that I can believe. So it's funny. I was actually thinking of this the other day, and I know this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to go somewhere with this story. But I was researching the effects of literal prison, like real prison on those who are actually not free physically. Um, And I was looking at the effects of those that have been released, like what happens to them when they come out of prison. So I have a friend um, who is being released from jail soon, and I was praying for her and looking for ways to minister to her. 
So I was looking at this website, um, Prison Fellowship. Some of you may have heard of that. It's a great ministry. And it was it, it offered all these wonderful tips on how to help those who have been released. And one of the things it said, and this really stood out to me for this podcast, it said is to be sensitive, sensitive to the fact that while they're going to find their freedom thrilling, they may feel there's a sign above their head telling them they are a former prisoner. Mm. Man, okay, that was such a good picture for me because it reminds me of that thrill that I felt and probably a lot of you when I first became a Christ follower. I was ecstatic, literally, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't take very long before it feels like there's a sign above our heads, right? Telling us you are not free. And that sign carrier, that is Satan, Mm -hmm. okay? That yoke of slavery mentioned in Galatians that Shannon was talking about, Oh, he would love to put that yoke of slavery back on our neck. And while he never can completely, he is going to deceive us into thinking it's there. That is so, so true. Um, I I relate to that. It it was a couple weeks ago, actually. um, My son had this terrible nightmare where evil, evil lies were told to him in this dream. And it hit me like a ton of bricks what my response needed to be to him. And Thank God. And and that was simply that Satan is the father of lies, the king of deception, you know, and don't believe any of the you know what that comes out of his mouth. And and it's a good reminder just to me, you know, I I will still, especially when I'm triggered, I'll have flashbacks from trauma from the past that we'll get into in later episodes. And I think like you said, Kristen, that imaginary sign will try to creep in and we need to stop when that happens. Take those thoughts captive and say, this is a lie, you know, and speak the truth, focus on the truth. And then, of course, uh, the second battle, like we mentioned, is this lovely thing we call our flesh, our sin nature, our innate propensity to rebel against God that started way back when with Adam and Eve. And just like you you were saying, Kristen, about how Paul says in Romans 7, he does the things he does not want to do. Talking about his flesh is what is actually tempting him to walk in paths that keep him stuck, keep him not feeling free. Yeah. And it, I think... When I think about that flesh, it's like, okay, it, it can, you know, tempt us to rebel and we don't want to be rebellious, right? I think deep in our hearts, we we don't want to rebel or sin, but it feels good sometimes. I remember when a speaker I heard once said, she she said, we can be addicted to our own baggage because sometimes a short-term gain, you know, that's what we get, you know, with some of the choices we make. It's hard to let go of, even if it's chaining us, mm-hmm. right? So for example, bitterness, unforgiveness in a relationship may not feel great, but it may make me feel like I'm more in control. Mm. So walking in shame when I make a mistake in parenting may make me feel down, but that mindset may enable me to not make the sacrifices I need to be a better parent. Uh, Yeah, completely. That's such a good example. I, I mean, I've personally struggled with the flesh, obviously in a lot of ways, but particularly in my marriage, you know, and and for me, it's pride and control, you know, basically putting myself on the judge's seat and seeing it as my responsibility to not just lovingly point out weaknesses, but instead to strategically nag and fight to change flaws or what I see as negative traits in my man, instead of taking the log out of my own eye and just trusting the creator to handle the rest. Okay, wait, wait, did you just say strategically nag? Okay. I love that term. <laughs> and I can so relate. That is such a funny and true term. Did you get that ladies? Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a fleshly skill, but it is a skill that's taking years yeah. to refine. <laughs> and now I have to, you know, reverse. But, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it really, for me, it boils down to pride, you know, and thinking in the moment that trying to control the changes I want is better than just releasing them to God and walking in that freedom. 
And that's, it's just an ongoing temptation for me personality wise to try and just take control of things again. Just like I said earlier about Galatians 5, that word again, it just stands out to me. You know, do not let yourself be burdened again by that yoke because we can be free, but still be tempted to walk day by day in these ways that mirror our old life. Mm. And what that means for us is that we are putting on burdens that are not ours to carry. That's good. I, I just want to say, I love that part that you just said. We, I think you said we're still tempted to walk day to day in a way that mirrors mirrors our old life. That's good. Yeah. I like that. And and I think what the so result good. of that is, mm-hmm. is that we're putting burdens on ourselves that yeah. are not ours to carry. And and that is just such truth um, for myself, for all of us right now. Because I mean, whatever burden it is, small or big, you or we are holding on to at this moment, it is not ours to carry in most cases. And and because Paul in this verse is pointing us back to the words of Jesus himself, when where Jesus said to come to him and that he would take our heavy yoke on him. You know, we get to trade our heavy yoke for his light yoke. Talk about freedom. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Freedom. That's what we want. Okay. So how do we remain in that place of release of, you know, a release or of freedom. And so how do we come to Jesus and how do we remain in him? So that's the abiding apart. And so we're talking about that word remain. Well, what's interesting is to abide, it simply means to remain stable or fixed to continue in a place. Okay. Some of you are like, I feel anything but stable. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> we all feel that at times. And that's, you know, again, why we're here, but um, it's, so it's to continue in a place And this is what we all want deep in our hearts to remain in a place of freedom. So, and this, this is only possible by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the daily relationship and reliance on God. And so, gosh, but this is such a battle, right? And I, I will tell you that. And this is why though we are sharing this message of abiding free. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such um, an important part of our hearts, um, that message. And, and I think the picture of abiding that we kind of just wanted to, to leave with you today is the story that I've been seeing with fresh eyes lately. Um, it's the story of Mary and Martha in the Gospels. And I know it's a super familiar story to many of you. Um, I know it's been discussed a million times. Um, but what I've been moved by is simply just the power in Jesus's words to Martha and how those words apply to us individually at different times in our lives on this topic of abiding. You know, so in Luke 10, we see this woman, Martha, opening up her home to Jesus and his disciples. And and as a lot of us know, entertaining is very fun, but of course, it's a lot of work. And in this story, we see that Martha's sister, Mary, was there too. And Mary, instead of helping her sister, she just sat at Jesus's feet, listening to what he had to say. And to be honest, when I first read that, it seems um, like Mary is the one who's distracted, you know, that there are tasks that need to be done. And Mary's distracted by Jesus, distracted from that work, helping her sister. But verse 40 says, Martha is the one who is distracted, but it doesn't seem Martha understood that either. And so she literally calls Jesus out and she says, don't you even care? Aren't you going to tell her to help me? And I think Jesus's response is so powerful. He says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. And I think the takeaway here in this powerful passage is that Jesus himself tells us specifically what is needed, what to do 
when we are worried and upset about many things. I mean, how many of of us have been worried or upset about many things? How many of us are worried or upset about many things right now? Yep. You know, and and Mm -hmm. this verse just tells us the answer of what to do, how to feel freedom in those moments. And that is to sit, to be with him, to abide. He is our water. He is our bread. He is where our strength comes from. You know, and on this road to freedom, doing more is not the answer. We will be called to action. The the work of the Holy Spirit is going to use us mightily, but the answer to freedom is not in doing more. He is the answer. Amen, Shannon. That's so good. So, okay. So let me sum up probably the two most important points here. One is that there are two freedoms that Paul describes in the Bible. So one is what I like to call the finished freedom. Mm. This freedom was bought on the cross. We are eternally free from death and sin. We will never face eternal death and we are free from the power of sin. But we have to walk in what I think of as daily freedom. So there's the eternal freedom and the daily freedom. So we have finished freedom. We need to walk in that. And so the root, as Shannon so beautifully described, is that abiding. I love that story Um, and just have those fresh eyes. And so, okay, so friends, what this looks like in the everyday through the trials we face, the stories of our lives, that is what we cannot wait to unpack in our episodes. Okay. So it's going to, we're like, well, what does that look like? What does it mean when Shannon says to sit? And I'm like, have so many diapers to change and Mm -hmm. you know, my, I'm overwhelmed in my career. And Mm so what does that really look like? What is, what does that mean? And so we have some incredible interviews planned for you all. We're going to be sharing more of our stories. And so, because the thing is, right, we get so bogged down in life by difficult relationships, exhausting careers, caustic politics, sicknesses, loneliness, so much more. And even the mundane that feels so suffocating. So we want to know what it means to be women who are actually abiding free through every part of life. And that is why we are here. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have a second, please share this episode with someone you love. Also, if you could scroll down and rate our podcast and follow us on social media at Abiding Free, this will help us reach more with the message of freedom. Yeah, and then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.